have in this world is my balls and my words. And I don't break them for no Do you understand? Good morning, everyone. This is the Big Kids Podcast with myself, Abu. I'm Brian. And yeah, today we're, we're just like dishing it out as two bros. And um, we had a bit of an issue today with like the microphones. But I guess you get what you pay for when it comes to... Um, well, also, yeah, I was just saying... Just that, like, in my times reading reviews and shit on the internet, do you know what I mean? Like, 10 years of reading reviews on the internet. Yeah. Checking out YouTube. YouTube, particularly useful just to see, like, the size and what product looks like. You know, like, package opening. Do you know what I mean? Like, it gives you <laughs> the kind of consumer in- inside information that previously yeah. is not available when you're purchasing goods. Do you know what I mean? I used to do, like, shoes package opening, like... If I'd ordered some shoes online and I couldn't wait for them to come, I'd literally... Oh, yeah, but I'd done that as well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, no, so obviously you're talking about a microphone, which I identified in the end uh, for like 30 quid. Toner. Toner, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks like a serious bit of kit. Yeah, it does. Uh, But obviously your shit has stopped working now. Yeah, mine, uh, mine somehow managed to sneak past quality control. Probably mm. those defect headphones because it just well, plug it in doesn't get like doesn't get recognised, and then one minute it does. I mean, how much does it actually cost to make this thing? Like, if we can buy it for thirty quid, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, but it does look like a serious bit of kit. That's the funny, funny thing. But obviously, probably the internals is the most difficult bit. And somewhere mm. along the line, not enough, like a little dob of glue, not enough was used. Most likely, man. Or some shit like that. You get that with a lot of stuff, man. Like sometimes, because even I think I, a time ago I purchased a laptop from Curry's. And oh, okay. It's supposed to be like this uh, all-in-one, like, flip, can this, this laptop can do like backflips, like the screen goes all the way around into a tablet. Oh, okay, well, like touch. Yeah, yeah, touch screen and everything. And then I think must have must have been like the third day me used laptop, the like the the touch screen starts spazzing out, like it starts like ghost tapping, like I I'm not even touching the screen. Oh okay yeah. Tapping out the corner, and then I was like oh crap I need to return this shit, and then I returned it. They gave me, they exchanged it and they gave me a proper one, but I was like I sp- I forked it over a grand for this laptop and. The one you're giving me is all flipping, messing up. Jesus. Yeah. Mate, you know what yeah. that is? That's probably another return. And they're just trying their luck. Mm, okay. Yeah. You know, uh, that's all. That's what's happening there. Like, they got, they got a fucking dud. <laughs> and they're just trying to pass that shit on. But exactly. that's what I mean. It's a bit mad. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think with this microphone, 30 quid's worth. You just buy a new one, well, or try and return it. No, yeah, I, I mean, well, I think this is the one thing, I don't know how the warranty works, but I swear if you send this back to Amazon, you know, I, I've started returning shit to Amazon, and they always pay once. They even told me to just keep the product. Oh, whoa, okay. Like, it was an ashtray, for whatever reason. Uh only like a few quid or whatever like but still like four quid four five quid or whatever and they were just like oh you don't even need to return this chunk <laughs> to us like you're giving us five quid like 
you know, have you have it back and, and hold on to that junk. Do you know what I mean? It's, you know what that was? That was like those huge fucking mugs you get when you order shit from Sports Direct once. Mm. Like, for whatever reason, you just make a few orders, you already got four, five, six of them motherfuckers just lying around. And it's like, how, you know, how many mugs of like giant Sports Direct mugs do you need around your house with like pens in or whatever? You know, so yeah, they told me keep that shit. Yeah, you know, some other weird crap has happened to me this week, also, man. I was, um, where was I? I was in Stratford, funny enough, because um, I was giving like a uh, gift voucher for work at work for like. Oh, okay. What is this? The jeans saga? Like, did you go buy more jeans in the end? <laughs> I bought actually, I bought like some smart sweatpants from River Island. River Island in Stratford. Oh, okay. Damn, River Island. Like, you're more sophisticated than me. I don't even think I've been in a River Island for, like, over a decade. <laughs> <laughs> like, River Island, shit. I mean, that literally just sounds like tropical, exotic to me. Like, River Island. <laughs> Where are you going? Where do you normally go if you were to hit, hit the shots? M- bruv, Marks... <laughs> Marks and Spencers. Oh, no, no, you're showing your age there, man. Yeah, I know. If I could, I'd go BHS. Okay. Oh, oh no, well, no. Nah. Well, they've gone boss for a reason now. I guess they want enough people like you to, to for their No, no, to be fair, uh, Gap, for example, if there's a sale, yeah. generally the clothing is like... You know, you know what it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah gap, gap, I guess. Like, what I mean is, generally, like, if you buy a Gap hoodie, even without the big-ass logo or whatever, yeah. the shit's just, like, going to be of a higher quality. Like, the shit will last that little bit longer. Mm, mm. You know, that kind of shit. But, yeah, on my um, on my time going to um, to Westfield, I, was just, I wasn't at the main part yet. I was just, like, down in Stratford Market. I was going to an ATM, right? And as I'm as I'm entering my pin, I feel like someone's real behind me, like real up and close. I turn around and some woman asking, "Have you got change?" And it's like I didn't know if she's homeless, but she didn't look all right. Like her hair was wasn't done. And I was like it was half half bra- braided, half like just out. And then she's like, "Have you got have you got change for me?" I was like, "No, nah, I ain't got money for you." And she say, "You got you ain't got a pound?" I was like, "No." Nah. And so is she it? stares at me. Yeah, literally. This is when you're at ATM. Yeah, this is how I'm ATM. Yeah, literally. I'm turning around. My, car, I haven't, my card's still in there. The, the thing's still asking me for my pin. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so that's I'm, not... Yeah, so I'm literally staring this woman in the face. Yeah, I'm like, no, I ain't got no money for you. And then she clocked <laughs> I wasn't going to give no money to her. And then she just walks off. Like, as if like, oh, okay, let me just I, let me just carry on my day. Yeah, that's the thing. Peculiar. No, but this is the thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, world, the world is violent. It's dog eat dog. Like, this person don't know you from squat. Just yeah, exactly. Don't know you from squat. Don't know you from squat, yeah? She's not provided any service, any product. You got any money for me? Yeah, literally. Like, you got... Like, honestly. Man, but, uh, you, know? you, got, you got money for yourself and no one else. Keep stepping. Like, I just found that like, a weird thing, man. It just, like, bugged me that Was way. it a crackhead? Be honest. Yeah, I think a bit there must have been a crackage. Yeah, she didn't look all right. Like, yeah. Because I think after that, she crossed the road and she seemed to be harassing other people for for money. I was like, yeah. 
sounds like crack, mate. Yeah, yeah. Harassing other people on the street for money, like, sounds like crack. But that's crazy. I do, I do find that weird. Also, I was, well, that happened again. Like, I think I was getting a tube from, I was coming back from Shoreditch yesterday. Oh, okay. A trendy oh, area. Yeah, I was just, I was just passing through because I'd gone to go see my cousin after work and she, um, he, st- he, st- he stays near London field- Fields. He, she. Oh, sorry, he, he. Oh, okay. I was still thinking of a crackhead. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. So, um, as as I was walking um, past Shoreditch, like getting to Shoreditch High Street to get on the train, there's this guy around a pl- plaque and a, and like a cop and he was asking people for money. But the way he was asking was just like coming up at me and like, show me the cop. He said, yeah, you got anything for me? And then he moves to the next person. I'm thinking, yo, these homeless people, man, they need to get a bit more flipping creative. Like, there's some, there's others, you know, they've got like a sob story. They can tell you, oh, I lost my house. This is my only dog. He's a, he's a, what's it? A, a Cavalier, King Charles. I love him to death. It's me and him against the, against the world. You're like, cool. Fuck it. I'll follow you a pound. But there's others. It's just like, yo, like, bro, that's some, some like, like, I can't, I can't even feel sorry for you because that's, that's your main... That's what you're trying to sell. No, no well, here's the reality, yeah. You want to know where them funds are going. If the man's going to go buy some rolls and a cup of tea... Yeah. Fair... Okay, whatever. You know? Like... I think it's... Have you ever spoke to one of these... <laughs> now I'm, now I'm going to give you a whole list of times I've bumped into crackheads, man, because there was another time, man, where I was parked in my car at, uh, I think, in a Sainsbury's um, car park. And as I'm as I'm just about to get out, I see someone knock on my, on my side window on the passenger side. You're kidding! And, on the side window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I I put I put the I bring the the window down, and then she's like, "Oh, have you got any money?" And I was like, "No, I haven't." How about if I go get? <laughs> have I got any money? Yeah. Fucking hell. And then yeah. she, and she, then, I, then I was like, you know what? Because I was in the mood to talk, so I was like, "How about if I get you some food?" She's like, "Ah, oh, nah." And I said, what are you going to use my money for? Hold on, why were you in the mood to talk with this particular crackhead? Like, I don't know, I, I don't know, because I find it so peculiar. This guy's knocking on your windscreen, on like, your side mirror, and at, like literally asking to talk to you. You're like, yo, like, okay, you've spoke, we've started this conversation, let's carry on. And then so she's, and then she, so, and then she's like, oh, um, I don't need any food. I was like, so what are you going to use my money for? She doesn't need food. Yeah, that's exactly but what But how do you... Okay, hold on. How yeah. did you establish this was a crackhead? Oh, her couple of teeth were missing and she looked really... Oh, good. okay. Yeah. Okay. No, because you were making me laugh because you were putting on quite a sultry voice for this <laughs> was, crackhead. To be fair, it was a, I'd say it was a young Asian woman. I'd say in her 30, 35, if I was to say. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't, she wasn't ugly, but she just tell she was living, living rough, basically. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and well, the teeth missing and all that sounds very English, like, not very good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, people having bad teeth is a whole other issue that I could go on about. But anyway, so, <laughs> oh, so- I'm interested in your thoughts on that. Because <laughs> Americans seem to have, uh, love the idea that English have bad teeth. It is, because, okay, let me just finish up with this, uh, this, this young Asian. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Away. Go on, go on. Was, So she goes, um... Okay, uh, so I said, what are you going to use the money for if I was to give it to you? She said, I'll buy some water. And she, and I say, can I come with you? And she's like, uh, no. By this point, she's like, no, nah, this, this Donnie's not giving me anything. And then she just carries on walking past. 
I just find it so peculiar, man. Like, the way people just ask for money, just, there's no justification for it. Like an entitlement. Yeah, entitled, imagine, enti- entitled poor people. Yeah, that's such an oxymoron. <clears throat> but um, my, my take on people's teeth, right, because I used to work at McDonald's and McDonald's, I was at the cashier, so it was serving a lot of customers. And this is around... Like all yeah. sectors of society. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah McDonald's. Would, yeah. Anybody and everybody would come in. And there was some... And where was like, this McDonald's? Hold on, like... By Lakeside, so Tilbury. Oh, Tilbury. fuck me, yeah. The people at Essex, mate. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and so, it reached a point I was like, I started noticing customers' teeth because after a while you get tired of saying the same shit. Welcome to McDonald's, what would you like? So you need to, you need something to like focus on, and then a lot of customers coming in, they've got really mashed up teeth, and I'm thinking, <laughs> yo, whether it's carried carry engineer down the road, or like some ambulance crew who'd come in, like it always, I always found that people got really bad teeth. But uh, was that a generational thing, or it was across all ages, whether it's, whether the kid was sixteen or the guy was fifty five, like. I, as, as a matter of fact, I'll take I'll I'll take attention to someone who had really good teeth, because it got I got so used to seeing people with bad teeth. It's like crap. Mm. But I guess it's I don't know. Is it people like to smoke a lot? People, dental care isn't really the forefront. I'd say in this country, you know. No, you know what? In Brazil, just yeah. mad for it, bruv. Mad for having perfect teeth. Like teeth. Yeah, like everyone goes gets hygiene every six months. Okay. That kind of stuff. Okay. Other places too, but here's a little tip, yeah, for all the single guys out there. Uh, if you don't want to da- date someone with bad teeth, and I, you know, you, you know, you can fall in love with someone with bad teeth. That doesn't bother me. Nothing to do with me. But if you're looking for someone who is concealing the fact that they may have bad teeth. And, you know, you know what? This is like some oppressive comment now, like attacking people with bad teeth. Teeth are changeable if you if, if that's important enough for you. Do you see what I'm saying? So the teeth thing is a choice, man. Like, what's important to you? It doesn't even matter. Mm. But anyway, uh, women with bad teeth may conceal their teeth in their uh, photos, dating profile photos or whatever, because they'll smile... But always with their mouth closed, and mm. you'll see it repeated several photos. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing, man. Like okay. what I mean is, they yeah. instead of just like showing their beauty for who they are or whatever, mm. subconsciously or they're quite aware because obviously they're not opening their mouth to smile. Yeah, they're hiding their teeth. Oh, okay. Isn't that the same premise in, like, big girls? They tend to, like, have, like, close-up pics so you don't see their full body. Well, yes. Yeah, that's that's, that's another thing, I guess. Yeah, because the thing about dating... Not always, though. That That isn't always the case, to be fair, strangely enough. Sometimes... You know what it is as well? Hold on, no. Sometimes the the skinny girl wants to take the privilege of, I want Mm. this person not to care. Ah, oh, I don't know, man. No, trust if I, me. If I see a girl's but of course, Facebook profile, you know, and she got like six pictures, and it's all of her face. I've, cause I've seen that, and I'm, and I've seen them in real life. I'm like, oh wow, this is not how you looked in your pictures. Well, like, yeah, 
and it happens a lot across the board. Like even people that even people I know at work. Oh yeah, of course. And you're like, whoa, whoa, you don't look the same in real life. And all the pictures are different. But also back to um, back to the teeth topic, right? So, how would you feel like in in parts of in um, in regards to beauty standards? How would you see someone who's got a gap in their teeth, like a woman with a gap in between the two, like you know, the two front teeth? Is this because of Kate Moss or like Madonna or some shit? Actually, no, no. You're just you're just personal take because I feel like it's a bit cultural, like in this country, right? That wouldn't be, a, well, you've said Kate Moss and you said Madonna. But in general, I'd see people, well, women with who've got a gap in the teeth, or even men anyways, in regards to the dating aspect, aren't seen as most desirable. How about, how? what's your take on that? Do you agree or disagree? So I think for a man, it doesn't kind of work as well, because there's mm. a kind of weird bunny effect with the teeth gap in women. Okay. Like there's some sort of weird bunny thing going on I swear that's the you know that's my takeaway but I I do kind of think it's a culturally weird thing for sure okay because in in Uganda right women who are seen with women women who've got a gap in their teeth they're seen as more beautiful than a woman who hasn't got a gap in the teeth as in it's seen as like a charm of like of I don't know I wouldn't say good luck but just like good fortunes on that woman Mm. and whereas here it's quite the opposite it's kind of like uh, you know Unless, like, but then, unless you're Kate Moss. But mm. myself, everyone has their own taste. I personally, and she's a model, but there's better models out there. Oh, for sure. I, I think I, I, Kate Moss is one I really don't understand at all. Mm. I think it must have something to do with rich parents, quite mm. frankly. Mm. Most likely. You know, not to... It just because even her little cousin is like gets a lot of media attention, and really, you see more attractive women like down the supermarket <laughs> than her. Quite, yeah. you know. So, but you know, rich parents help a lot, like and especially when it's that kind of level of wealth. Yeah, entirely. Especially the the modelling. Like I think, yeah, being average parents it definitely puts you up there. Because in the modelling world, like, how do you even... Like, who did... I don't know, they all look skinny to me, man. Like, how do you determine who's the best out of the most skinny or the most tall? Yeah, exactly. I think this is half the issue. we never even seen them in real life. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you must have seen those people that look very different in photographs to what they look in real life. Like, in real life, sometimes they look kind of more weird... Yeah. than they seem on uh, camera or whatever. Like, they've got weird, weirder, kind of more... In real life, like, their faces and shit, their features are way more stronger and distinct than they come off on camera or whatever. Entirely, man. Entirely. You know? Because what's that thing they say about, like, television, like, camera immediately makes you look fatter than you oh, really? first imagine or whatever. Like, what I mean is, like, mm. even the fat people on TV are skinnier mm. than you think, kind of thing. Oh, okay. Well, so Gemma Collins isn't as big as I imagine her to be? No, like, Gemma Collins is, well, okay, maybe Gemma Collins, but what I mean is she's probably, you're probably maybe still two stone off. That's what mm. I mean. Like, 
if you saw her walk past you, she wouldn't necessarily be quite as massive as you imagine she would be in real yeah. life. Yeah, okay, I, I do hear that. I do hear that. Like people say that Tom Cruise looks way bigger on TV than he has in real life. Yeah, for sure. I've seen him kind of up close. Oh, be- really? Well, well, some shit like um, he did a premiere near at the cinema at Surrey Keys or Canary Wharf or whatever. So I saw him at a distance and the dude isn't, you know, he's under six foot. He's quite small. Mm. You know? But in his films, he looks like he's flipping... No, exactly. You think he's like 6'2 or a monster. <laughs> but then you kind of think how small the, the actresses are and shit. Yeah, true. True. You know? So that's what's, you know, going on there. Oh yeah, Brian. You know, um, you know the slapping videos I've been sending you. Oh, right? what a slap fight! Oh no, no, not even that. I've, I've now moved, moved on to the Russian version. The Russian yeah. version, Jesus Christ! Like, they've got like a whole championship, and the championship final was like um, four days ago. It was a guy called Vasily Dumplings, nicknamed Dumplings, versus um, David Veleski, and. <laughs> Yo, they go ham, and like it's, I think it's like what you said before, man. Like it's an acquired taste what I'm watching. Like not everybody would find these slapathons or these slapping competitions as um, as entertaining. So what it is, listener, it's um, uh, it's a it's a competition between two pe- two people. It's like turn by turn, isn't it? Yep, three rounds, turn by turn, and you get a slap on your opponent's cheek, and basically the best slaps or the ones that look the best or sound the best uh, makes you the winner. And so Vasily had been, had been knocking out people like from the quarterfinals and mm. just taking it. Like, you know, just like, wow. But normally the person he was fighting had no chance, right? They were probably out by round two because one guy had to forfeit because like he got slapped in the ear and I can imagine that, that can, like having a blow to him must flipping hurt. Yeah. So this time... This final, yo, Vasily got rocked, man. Like, <laughs> there was one slap, right? <laughs> it's like, just imagine, you're, just imagine, like, you're sleeping and then you hear a loud noise in the middle of the night. That's the kind of face he was making, like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> yo. Oh, shit. But he ended up winning in the end. It was a, it was a good um, contest. Oh man, but my, these slapper funds are just <laughs> my, they're my guilty. No, the, the the slap shit. The thing is, there is an art to the slap, and yeah, also it is, yeah. there's a kind of like because it is open hand, it makes yeah. it seem more innocent than it really is. Because <laughs> think about it, like they must have even trained their hand to have like a hard muscle, mm. mm-hmm. and there's got to be tech to it, like. Entirely. Like trying to hit the artery with your finger and no, impact the, it. The perfect place is just the cheek. If you can get the cheek and a bit of a jaw, ah, oh, you got them swinging. Well, like, like where the jaw connects. Yeah. Kind yeah. of thing. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing. You try and get like the bit just under your thumb to just smash them. Like <laughs> at that point, isn't it? Exactly that. Exactly that. Like, but the worst place you want to hit them because some of them would like hit just across the like the temple, and you're like, no, that's not how you do it, man. And even sometimes the and what's worse is when your opposite, like the guy you're fighting, 
or I don't say fighting, competing with, laughs at you. Because there's one slap that I have to say it was truly pathetic. And then another guy slapped him back and the guy literally, they're like, they've got like, um, like people around behind you in case like you fall down the curve. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had to pick no, up. No, so you don't hit your head. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But no, it's, that's, that's been entertaining me this whole week. No, the, the, the slap, the thing is, the saying about violence is in there and suffering. Mm. Mm. Mm, I think yeah, you're right. Definitely, there's all the bit of violence that we all we all harbour inside, and I I think we we kind of get a thrill from seeing it. You know, I think that's why UFC's become so popular recent, man. Yeah, for sure. Because you know, how can you go back? Like, of course, I'm guessing you also loved a bit of wrestling when you were a kid. Oh yeah, of course, definitely. But for me, I don't know about you, but for me, I can't go back to wrestling. Like, it's so fake. Like, you're supposed to believe this dude's getting punched in the head multiple times. Mm, you mm. know, in the corner. It's just... Don't get me wrong, like, there is an element of performance and acrobatics and all the dudes are hence and shit. Yeah. But it's completely make-believe uh, telenovela. Yeah, definitely, man. It's all scripted, like... They've, they've decided who's going to win already, which is a bit... Yeah, I've I, I become this, you know, a bit disenfranchised with wrestling today, I don't think. I know it doesn't have as many superstars as it did back in the day. No, I think that's also a fact. You know, when there's a superstar, like you see The Rock, the dude was a superstar. Yeah. Because he, he went and did it. You know, Entirely. if you got like four uh, World's Strongest Man in there, he's a superstar, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they ain't got those cats anymore. Why is Four gonna fucking ruin his body for wrestling? Entirely, yeah, entirely. You know, but I think wrestling, where they were making money, is when they sold like the dolls and shit, all the merchandising. Yeah, and like the John Cena, the John Cena figurines, Big Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like when you'd open it and it'd be in Argos, and you'd want the ring. Yeah. To, you know, that's when it was making cash. Now, who wants a figurine of these people? No one. Yeah, I guess they're just constantly on the... Because even... That's weird, because I did watch funny some recent episodes of wrestling, and they didn't have any you know, crowd, but what they did, they had, like, live streams. Like, oh, yeah, I did see here. that. Yeah, and I was like, damn, they really are, they really are stretching it. Well, these people were mad for it, innit? Entirely, man. But I, I couldn't do it to myself, to be quite honest. Like, it's so fake. Uh, honestly, I don't even mean, like, it horribly for people who enjoy it or whatever. But once you get, it's like, for me, that's like metal. So once you get a taste of the real thing, why are you going to go back to the to the fake thing, you know? You enjoyed the other thing because you thought it was the real thing, <laughs> you know. So there's nothing, you know. A man can get knocked out straight in MMA. Like there's an actual element of danger. Like people putting their lives on the line. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? it's, like it's, not, it's no different to how it was back in Rome, like in the Colosseums where gladiators would come together and fight. The same, mm. the same premise. Yeah, it's brutal. Like, think yeah. you can literally like knee someone in the head, like straight mm-hmm. in the head. Think about it. 
I ain't yeah. ever seen that brutality. Do you know what I mean? The only other time you would see that is on World Hip, uh, World Star fight videos. Yeah, yeah. And and then the level of professional fighting wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I was a World Star video in a minute. Oh, it's one of my favourite things in in the world, to be honest. Especially when World Star gets the shout out, because generally he only gets the shout out when it's not like deadly when it's just like a little scuffle with yeah. a few shots flown do you know what I mean like because you know how it is normally one person gets a punch and then it already gets broken up or whatever but man there's one uh, riot video I wish I could find again because basically it starts off in a like a fast food joint right mm. but it starts off <laughs> with literally like three or four people and then about two minutes into the video, it's like a fucking full riot, like all, all around the fast food restaurant, because everyone starts beefing. Like it was, like what I'm saying is, I swear some mental, like, uh, you know that shit, like group uh, madness or whatever. Because yeah. it just it just starts up, and you see it slowly like ripple, like the way it just ripples. It's crazy. I wish I could find that video again. And it was that's no cool. way is it staged either. That's the other not oh, saying crap. about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I wish I could find Because I've never seen anything like it. Like, because one person just gets pissed with everyone else. Like, with what's happening. Yeah, like, yeah. like, you just see that little chain effect. And because there's that violence in the air. And there's a violence present all around them as it ripples around, everyone's ready to go straight into the stage of, like, violence. So it's just a massive Royal Rumble. Yeah, it goes mad. I've never seen anything like it in my life. But I saw it in, like, a compilation clip type of street fights or whatever. So that one I want to find and see again, because it's mad. Oh yeah, Brian. I've got I've got a topic that uh, I wanted just to touch upon from last week. Remember, we were speaking towards the end about um, the Alex Ferguson trailer. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, who, where you're from? Yeah, and there was one quote in particular that you, that that caught you. Remembering who you're from and where you came from. Like, do you do you feel like you yourself can answer that question? Like, remembering who you are and where you come from, or do you ever ask yourself that question? Because that's a question I. I don't ask myself that often. I think it kind of just means in some ways it is what it is, isn't it? Like, you can be upset with your what you got in life mm. or not. But I think if you come to accept it, it is what it is. And, of course, you, the way it is... You know, the way you landed, let's put it that way, can you? What I'm saying is, you can either choose to make it direct your life in a different way, yeah, away from that, or you know, not to say that everyone has necessarily bad childhoods because of this, that, or the other, right? Mm. But you know what I'm saying, so come from privilege you, you you need to be like humble and gracious and understand but obviously it's still difficult 
if you're growing up somewhere where it's, you don't you don't understand that. Mm, mm. You know, because what I found is like, remember where you're from is it's, it's kind of like because the the world changes you in a bit as you grow up. Like you do a lot of different stuff. Yeah, like of course. How how you grew up, like the family that you grew up around or the people that you grew up around. They may eventually go. You may find yourself in a situation with a different country or a different workplace or different people. And sometimes you may lose your own, I don't know, is it principles or morales or, or, or stuff that you used to do when you were younger or with people that you knew and you're not doing so much now. So, like, for example, in the trailer, what was it? Alex Ferguson's dad was, I was, I think... Like, ship worker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's something you wouldn't associate Alex Ferguson with, with a manager for one of the greatest clubs in the world. And it's, it's, it's you could easily say that he could have, like, forgot all about his past or the hardships that he may have gone through. And I feel like we all, we all, we do, we all have that in us, like, how we grew up is different from the next person. It's, it's our unique tell. And sometimes we forget it. Sometimes we shy away. Like a lot of people don't want to be, uh, I'd say, I'd say, all right, for example, I'd say in like the black community, like the lighter skin tone is seen as, as better. And so people will go out their way to buy creams or oh, yeah. lighten their skin. And that's something that's like, that's, that's not how you were or how you're raised to be. Yeah, of course. No way. And it's just, you pick up these things that you feel will make you better, but it's just running away from what you truly are. Like, for example, I don't know, people can people call Skepta a sellout for making music for, for like, I'd, I'd say grime music, and now he's all trying to do this American thing. Moved out of the area, you know? There's different ways of which people can say, oh, remember who you are. But I feel like it's more an internal question, not for other people to be asking you. The thing is, like, what's Skeptic going to do? Like, make ultra underground music? Mm. Yeah, you can't do that for so long. Sometimes you need to you know, break out of it. Well, he wants to fucking bang out some pop hits and go chill. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's not a young man anymore. People are forgetting he's like 45 or some shit, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. In fact, let me check that. Because sometimes it's, I feel like it's kind of like... Okay, he's 38. Okay. But yeah, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's having his eyes set on 50, thinking, yeah. damn, let's, like, retire. Entirely, entirely, man. But I think, like... How far does like being true to yourself or where you come from or, or in one kind of tradition, how far does that go before you're like, oh, and actually I want to find a new avenue, I want to reinvent myself? So I think what it means is don't, in another way, don't. when I say don't forget who you are, it also means don't forget everything you've gone through. Don't forget yeah. everything that took you to the point where you are right now. Mm. Mm. Right? So that's a different way to look at it. Instead of looking back, in a way, you are still looking forward, but, you know, you're taking time to look back at what you have gone through, all the challenges you have faced, everything you've overcome, Mm. Mm. you know, everything that 
make you feel like this is difficult how am I going to deal with this what am I going to do now mm. Mm. and and you come through it because you're here right now and you don't even think about that shit anymore mm. that's true that's true but I think with tradition right so you have Brazilian roots and you you um you keep to that like it's it's a, it's a part of your identity but one and I've got Ugandan roots and that's part of my identity. We both speak the language of what our parents speak. Mm. So it's, um, it's, we, we all have our backgrounds. But one thing I did touch, which I wanted to talk about last week, is like, all right, remember where I'm from, right? But what if I was to I meet, like, I'd say a white woman, right? Or someone who's not of my colour. Yeah, I think that's the best way to, because I could, I could easily go for, like, uh, West African or from another a black country. But I'd say the most different person like if I was to get with a white woman right and then I have a kid with this with this girl and then how much of my own heritage do I need to pass down to the kid what if the kid's like you know what no I see myself as mixed race I see myself as British I don't see myself as Ugandan like does is that is that organic or do do I need to home in about letting this child understand where they're from well, I think you need to do what you can in it because it's in some ways it's your opportunity. You get to to form that child's identity, right? If you say to that child, "Oh, you're British or you're a Ugandan," you are forming that. Obviously, they can come to their own conclusions later on, but it, yeah. it depends how much that informs their experience. Like, so for example. When I was a kid growing up, even though my parents all came, were born in Brazil, all that shit, they wanted to inform some Brazilianness into my experience of life growing up. Mm. So some of that is like food. Most of the time, it always is food, right? But mm. of course, like holidays there and blah blah blah. But you know, so also it, language, though. language, language of course, yeah. yeah, language is key. Because that's another thing. Ah, okay, you, if but you, if you, no, no, but kid, if you have the kid you, and they yeah. can't speak the language, yeah. it's, you can still inform them with okay. f- food and culture in different ways. But of course, the language breaks that very special connection. Mm. Because, yeah. for example, I speak fluent Portuguese and my little brother, he can understand it. Mm. And he can even say certain, he can, like, he's not that far from being fluent, really. Okay. He's conversational, would you say? No. Okay. But, but he more advanced tourist, yeah, he does understand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, don't get me wrong, like, just like I can read a more, like, to read, like, a proper newspaper in Portuguese for me is a bit of a dreg. But mm. just because of the vocabulary level, right? Like I would say, my vocabulary level is like fifteen-year-old. No, fifteen-year-old uh, in Brazilian, yeah, yeah, like not super advanced. But also, you got to think I don't pick up slang. Okay, yeah. You know, my lingo is still what my parents taught me and what we talked about. Okay. And okay. like basic comic books. Entirely. Yeah. No, no, but this fictional kid or whatever. Depends how much you give it. Depends how much time you. If you take them to Uganda, if you feed them the food, if you play them the music, if you mm-hmm. show them films. Okay. You know, okay. If, uh, if you sit and watch the football team. 
Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Which obviously, as a Brazilian, you know, there's no excuse. <laughs> so, you know, I think, and even, for example, in the last two weeks, what did I do? I'm in the supermarket, boom, they've got a ready-made cassava. Yeah. Oh, cassava, yeah, shit. I yeah. like cassava, yeah. So I was like, damn, let me boil that shit and fry that shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's something that my mum did for me when I was a kid. And also yeah. I'm doing it, making it for my partner. We literally had like a, just a bird's eye fish or whatever. And boom, yeah. cassava. Yeah. And obviously, only certain people will ever eat cassava. Like, yeah, Like what I'm saying is, uh, for the most part, Indian people don't eat it. Mm. And uh, like South Americans do, yeah. Even East Africans love cassava, yeah. Mm. So it's just something different, right? That a lot of people only if they go out or explore will they ever encounter that. Mm. Definitely. So it's just like that. That was a little bit for me. That was like, damn, I remember that when I was a kid. Mm. And it forms. It kind of gives you a basis of of who you are in a sense, you know. Like you'll never forget the well, food that you eat. It, it kind of makes you different from the people around you. Mm, 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 you know, indeed. in a way, in a strange way. That's what I'm saying. Like food does inform you, you somehow in a weird mm. way. But maybe I think that because I watched a lot of. Um, oh my god! Ready, steady, cook. No, ready, steady, cook. The Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain, who's, who's that? Oh, you don't know Anthony Bourdain? Oh, the American chef. The American chef, dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you actually got to check some of those episodes. Have you never watched any of it? No, I'm, I've been more of a Gordon Ramsay vibe. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know what? So these are Anthony Bourdain ones. I've what, I've literally watched every episode I ever got on Netflix. Don't get me wrong, some, some episodes are not great, right? But yeah. basically... And he's the dude that Dave Chappelle mentioned at the start of Sticks and Stones, right? But basically... Oh, talk, talking about Dave Chappelle, he has another podcast with uh, Joe Rogan. I'm yet to listen to it. Oh, shit, I need to check that. That I will go on Spotify for, to be fair. <laughs> like, but anyway, this Anthony Bourdain, basically the show is kind of like... It's like half tourism, half historical, half food. But some episodes, for example, he might go to a very posh restaurant and it's all about the restaurant other mm. times he gets more into the history and then other times he just gets drunk and eats like cheap uh, meat off the street and he's yeah. like oh I love street meat <laughs> this kind of <laughs> shit this kind of stuff um, but he literally goes fucking everywhere is is mad like nearly every country in the world okay so yeah. it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you see him like dr- like drinking blood out of a live goat, shit like that. Like he'll do it all. What's the craziest um, thing you've eaten, Brian? I don't even know. Maybe a bit of moose. What really? In Finland, yeah, it wasn't for me though. Oh, wow. Okay, I've eaten well. I've eaten a caterpillar. Fried really? Caterpillar. Yeah. Was that delicious? It was crunchy. It was crunchy. Very was crunchy. it a hairy one or? Uh, uh, I think it would have been one of those hairy ones, but why? But because it was cooked, it had no hair, so it was just real crisp. Oh, okay. So, and, and what did it taste like? 
it was more crispy because I ate this. So this is what we took over a decade ago. This I ate oh, okay, yeah. ten years old, and it was because uh, uh, a Congolese friend at school had brought in like it was a day at school where you bring in like a home delicacy, and so she brought in like. Uh, but did she tell people what it was? Oh yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, yeah. I think I, I remember it being more crunchy. It was it wasn't bitter, but it wasn't sweet. Mm. It was like. I'm actually more on the savoury side, but on the bitter side, like... You know why? For some reason, though, I feel like crickets with, like, a bit of seasoning, like, fried, would just be banging. I don't know why. Oh, mate, mate, mate. But I just get that vibe, like, that would be some, like, crisps kind of flavour. Mate, in in Uganda, we eat grasshoppers, mate. Fried grasshoppers. So, uh, a little less bigger than crickets, because I think crickets are a a bit bigger. But oh, okay. Yeah, maybe I'm in grasshoppers. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is like little thing. ones. Yeah, yeah, little ones. Yeah, literally. Literally. What? How, funny enough, in Uganda, the, what they've got, like, um, at night, when they most come out, they've how to attract them, they get these these massive reflective iron sheets and they shine light on them. And then you'll see it, for, even from, far, from a far distance away, you'll see these, like... Crickets these jumping. Irons. Yeah, all trying to get to the light, right? And that's how they catch them, rip off their wings and then fry them in some, like, cooking oil, get some salt, pepper, season them, and boom, mm. sell them on, bro. But the only the only thing is you want to be careful when you eat. Don't eat too many at one time because it can burn, like, the size of your mouth for some reason. That's what I used to get. If I ate too many too quickly, it would hurt my tongue a bit. Oh, okay. There must be some sort of acid. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. them. But they're, oh, they're definitely yo. One time, I'll uh, if I can get them at some point, I'll um I'll bring you some, bro. No, I would be definitely interested. I, I, it sounds weird, but I could just imagine it. Like it, yeah. they would be quite tasty. Yeah. Just because I remember having like tiny little fish mm. fried, and you don't really taste the animal. You just mm. kind of taste the fried, and then the flavor. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like. Like, because you'd eat the fish with their little eyes and everything, so, you know, like, that's what I mean, like, you can just imagine it being delicious. You know what's what's crazy, Brian, man, some people would be ashamed to, to say what I'm saying, like, oh, in my, in my country that we eat this, and that could be, well, uh, viewed especially by others as, like, primitive or, or like, oh, you're so weird, and I think a lot of people, when we go back to knowing who you are, we shy, we sh- we hide certain aspects of ourselves because we, I don't know, we're not proud of them. Well, I mean, come on, like we do that in a professional sense, though. Mm. Uh, of course, but I know what you're saying. Like this is slightly different because mm. it's not about. But I guess in some ways it is about the same thing, right? Because it's like it's about taboo. It's about what's considered acceptable or not. Mm. But I think this is the thing about. If you are deviating and eating different stuff from the normal, mm-hmm. you are different because you literally manifestly different because you mm-hmm. don't feed like you don't power yourself in the same way as the people mm-hmm. around you, and that does result in the identity, right? Even mm-hmm. as uh, uh, veganism, vegetarianism, vegetarianism, yeah. exactly. So there is something going on, isn't there, with mm-hmm. that? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Some anthropological shit. Ooh, big words there. Damn. <laughs> Alright. 
on that note, how long how long has it been so far? I, I think it's been long enough, yeah. my brother. But I think it's been a wonderful podcast, and I think we kind of went very wild from crackheads to <laughs> to anthropology, like <laughs> crack, you know, crackhead anthropology. That's actually okay, the yeah. one I'm going to name yeah. this one. Sweet, sweet. But yeah. Oh, and I made, you know that tenner I spent on uh, Ethereum a few weeks yeah. ago? Now we're yeah. 40 quid. Oh, Mad. Mate. Mad. I'm also happy too. I'm also happy too. I put, I put, um, I think I put 20 quid on like something called Polygon Matic. Oh, okay. Now, seven, now 70 quid. Jesus. Damn. Like this is the only crypto I managed to catch when it was still low. All the rest have just been, you know, jumping on when it's been rising, mm. like Doge and Bitcoin's dropped like crazy, though. Yeah, Bitcoin has dropped. I've not lost any money on it, but of course, yeah. uh, we need to hold in it. But on that good yeah. news note, I'm going to call it a day. Peace. Sweet. Take care, man. Later on.